our podcast today for Mission Driven. Today I'm with Chris Baglio, Chief Rock and Roller of Bracket Growth Agency, and Steve Guberman, um, an agency consultant for Outside Media. Um, thank you both for coming on today. I appreciate your time and I look forward to a great conversation. Um, so both of you kind of started a new venture during the past few months and I'm inspired by kind of your trajectory throughout that process because I, I've known you prior to it and what your roles were and now you're just, I think you're thriving. Um, so Chris, what, what inspired you and, and what continues to inspire you day in and day out to do what you do for your clients now? Well, first off, thank you so much for having me on the show. This is, this is really wonderful and it's, uh, it's really awesome to be here. So thanks for having me on. Um, and that's a really great question. So for me, Rocket Growth Agency is something I've actually been living with for a couple of years. And uh, prior to this, I was a co-owner, co-founder of Gray Sky Films, uh, which is a video production agency. Uh, me and my best friend, Mark Sorayo, started it uh, pretty much right out of college. And we, we grew it. Um, we worked hard. We grew it to uh, you know, a seven-figure company, had almost 20 employees at one point. And it's, and it's still a very much a thriving business. Grace Guy's still very much uh, going. Uh, but for me, you know, I, um, I, I would say the seeds of, of Rocket Growth started about a couple of years back. And, and you know, the, this time, this, what we're going through, um, really just for me, I wanted to do something where I, where I could help a lot of people. And, and this was an opportunity that I saw to be able to, to sort of take that leap and go for it and really combine my 20 years of experience of owning and running a successful company and being able to help others with what I've done and how I made Grace Guy successful and, and my part of doing that. And so that's really was um, the foundation of it. And uh, since then, it's, it's just been kind of growing, you know, it's, and it's been, you know, it's a new experience for me. I'm building a second business now for the first time in actually 20 years. So it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's really funny to be doing that and especially during this time, but it's, it's very exciting. And, um, and I'm really, uh, yeah, I'm just really excited to, to be growing it and to be meeting and, and working with a lot of great people. Awesome. So Steve, same question for you. Uh, yeah. So first of all, thanks for you know having me on and being a part of this. Um, I can pretty much mirror. You know, I've known Chris better part of 15 years. I've uh, seen you know Gray Sky Films grow into you know explode into the atmosphere and, and do awesome things. Um, I very similarly, you know, I, I left a job about a month ago, six weeks ago, uh, and started having conversations with peers of people that owned creative agencies and figuring and it and it just ended up that as I was having these conversations, I realized that the challenges they were facing, other than the pandemic, I had been through and survived and, and thrived and, and, you know, very similar, I could help them. Um, so, you know, launching a business just is part of the entrepreneurial spirit. It, it, the, I toyed with the idea of let me get a job and that toying was, you know, very small uh, amount of time and it was let's launch a business and do something awesome. Um, you know, the idea of helping people continue to succeed and, and, and do better and find out challenges that they don't even know are in their way and then find the solutions and put them in place. Just, it got me so excited when I discovered this is something that I could do and, and how I can give back to other people. So um, pandemic side, it's a great time to start a business. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's not as uncommon as people might think, right? Because a lot of individuals are either losing their job, being furloughed or downsized, any number of things. So then how do you take the control back, right? You, you take all your creative juices and you say, I'm going to start a business and it's going to satisfy this need. 
So, you know, both of you, the podcast today is the entrepreneur's entrepreneur. You both help businesses grow in a certain way, right? You're a B2B um, business. So what challenges do you see out there right now that maybe I'm missing or people out there are, are missing? What are you seeing? I mean, I'll, I'll go first. I mean, the, the, and once again, I, I'm sure Steve and I are seeing very similar things and coming from, you know, and all three of us on here are all coming from uh, the creative industry and that background. But I, I think a lot of the consistent things that I see or hear actually a lot of from people is, you know, the frustration over, you know, the shrinking network. Oh, my network is shrinking. Obviously, sales, leads, business opportunities are are a lot slower coming in a lot, uh, not as, not as much as they used to be. And those seem to be a lot of the typical frustrations. And also um, I think for people who have been in business for a while and haven't had to do a lot of these, the things that we do like use LinkedIn or use social media and really begin to like build a personal brand. They really haven't had to do that for a long time, but now they're finding that they have to do that. And also the adapting to, you know, doing stuff virtually, like what we're doing here and doing a lot of virtual one-to-ones. And, and it's, it's difficult. If you haven't always done that, it's, it's very weird and it's very bizarre and it's, and it's hard to sometimes wrap um, your arms around it. So you know, I know from, from, from what I do is I, as I'm able to, to help people kind of bridge that gap and help them to work with that. And I'm sure Steve's got very similar experiences with, with that. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, businesses over the past six, seven months that haven't figured out how to be more creative on how to build relationships, ask for business, um, you know, they've unfortunately suffered. And, and if they haven't, I'm going to throw out the worst word of the year, if they haven't pivoted and they haven't figured out how to make a change in what they're doing and how they're communicating, um, you know, the way they broke into 2020 communicating about their value adds and how they can help other you know organizations they haven't changed that and learned how to you know get better more effective messaging that's you know, chris nailed it that's more personable they're they're not thriving right now unfortunately and you know i've seen that with a lot of organizations not just creative firms like ours but you know across the board um the the previous job i was in was all b2b um well we had two channels but the biggest channel was b2b and, you know, 90% of our business came from face-to-face networking, trade shows, things like that. You know, and we had to reimagine what does a, what does a sales and marketing team look like that can't do that anymore. And it was a huge lift. And, you know, we had to rethink how are we doing outreach? What are we saying? How are we being persistent? At the same time as everybody else, that we were flooding email bins and flooding LinkedIn because that's where all the masses went. So we had to be real creative with it. Yeah. You got to be quick and you have to be creative because... Mm-hmm. Um, as I like to say, you know, you're not special, right? You're not the only one going through a pandemic and you're not the only one that needs to pivot and you're not the only one who can't drive to work every day. Um, right. That's millions of people around the world, not just here. So being that you're not, you're not special philosophy, um, your clients, they, they need to understand what is coming in their future, not just taking their, their foot off the gas now. So what advice do you give clients? I'm not asking you to give away any free advice here. Of course, in the show notes, people can reach out to you and, and book time. Um, but what are you? What do you want their takeaway to be from you know starting a company or you know rebranding themselves to be relevant in this climate? I mean, I think they need to take a step back. You know, what they were doing is not going to continue to work. In in most cases, that's not a blanket rule, obviously, but. Stop, take a step back, ask for some outside or outside, uh, you know, views from other people, from their peers, from, you know, every business owner has got to have a group of people, they, whether it's mom and dad, brother, sister, neighbor across the fence, 
or a professional like Chris and myself that can take that look from the outside and say, here's what you were doing, here are the challenges you're having, here's what you can do to, to differentiate yourself and, and stand out. Um, you know, you gotta take a step back and take a look at what's been done. And I think businesses, pandemic aside, need to do that on a regular basis, quarterly, annually. We're coming into a new year, hopefully it's a fresh start. Hopefully it's you know, an opportunity to you know, readdress a lot of things that they could have had control over this year and, and do it differently next year. Yeah, well said, well said. I, I, I to, to add on to that, because I think that what you said is, is totally spot on, Steve, is I would say, you know, embrace change, you know, and really embrace it. Um, don't be fearful of it. Uh, really, really embrace it and turn it into a positive thing. Like, you know, it's, it's so easy for us all to say, hey, 2020 has completely sucked. And, and it has in so many ways. It really has. But there have been, if you, if you, if we can get past the, the suckiness of it and start looking at some of the positive aspects of it. I mean, this is probably the, the year of entrepreneurial explosion, yep. you know, and, and uh, you know, and there's just so many things like this year has forced everybody to adopt uh, early adoption of technologies and things that have kind of been here, but really have forced everybody to, to really now embrace that. So I would say embrace change and don't be afraid to try things, try things, experiment. Um, you know, don't be afraid to begin to interject yourself, your own, your own personal, like your authenticity, who you are into your messaging. It's so important. I mean, people still want to do business with people that they like. I mean, that's never going to change. Right. So, you know, I, I, you know, sometimes I'm more apt. I would rather hear someone talk about like, Hey, how they just built this amazing garden and their gardening tips or, you know, whatever music they're listening to, or I, I don't know, tips about anything else sometimes other than their business it actually helps me make them they become more top of mind with me than if I'm just all I'm hearing is all about their business content all the time. So I would say, you know, really embrace the change and don't be afraid to share that because I mean, that that's the stuff that you talk about engaging an audience and being very personable and, and staying top of mind um, all to Steve's points. I mean, that that's definitely part of it. Yeah. You know, what's funny, Chris is, I mean, over the past seven months, we've all been moving, we've all moved our home into our offices. Yeah. So there's, kids running around there's animals and so how many times have we been on conference calls or podcasts yeah. where there's you know stuff going on and it's like oh excuse me my kid needs help with his math or whatever right. yeah we're, we're bringing business into our homes and our homes right. into our businesses and so it gets it gives us like you said the opportunity to get to know somebody and i can't tell you how many calls i've taken on my deck with my garden and i get to talk about the hummingbirds that i'm obsessed yeah. with and yeah yeah let people in man i think it's a huge huge opportunity to do that yeah absolutely i 100 percent agreed they, to your point, Chris, people like to work with people that they like and they yep. know, like, and trust, right? Oh, that, that whole phrase. Yeah. Um, and early on in the pandemic, when I realized I was taking more calls via Zoom or Skype, whatever their preferred platform was, I realized how vulnerable I was and how vulnerable they were because now we're on even keel in our homes yeah. talking to people about a, the pandemic, of course, B, how business is going and C, you know, how we're going to change and, and come out of it all as, you know, Steve, to your point, there's kids and animals in the background, trees getting cut down because there was electric wires down. Of course, we yeah. get hurricanes and, and all different <laughs> kinds of things in 2020 and locusts. Um, but you're bringing them into your home and you're saying, this is who I am. And you're seeing behind them, the hummingbirds and everything else. So you really can't get more authentic than that, unless maybe you're in your bathrobe with a cup of coffee. Um, but it's been pretty neat because you get to know your clients just as much as they get to know you. 
which I've, I've taken some calls like that. They may not have seen me, but I was definitely <laughs> sitting in a, in a bathrobe and, and it's my cup of coffee. Well, Camera off. Yes. Yeah. It could be anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. So, um, you know, to keep this quick and, and short and sweet, I always ask clients and um, people that I have on, on the podcast, you know, what is your mission? And you guys are just, you know, figuring out the, the footprints of the next mm -hmm. year of your business. Um, but I'll start with you, Steve. This, do you prefer working with startups or longer term clients, um, you know, that have been established that are looking to get a fresh look? Um, for me, I, I typically like to at least work with somebody who's been in their business for at least three years. And, and I say that only because I think for a lot of businesses, when you're just starting out, I mean, you're working so much in your business and not on your business as much. So, you know, there's a lot of legwork you have to do in those first few years to really get yourself up and running and established. Um, so I, for me, if you're at least, if you're at least three years into your business, then we should really talk because I think a lot of the things I'm going to talk about and coach and, and, and speak with you about and train you on are going to resonate a little bit more than if you're just starting out and trying to get yourself going. I think people need a little ramp up time to okay. figure their business out and get going before we start moving on to that to that next phase. And then for me, it goes all the way up into, because I mean, I've already spoken to people who are like 30, 40 years into their business and they are stuck. I mean, this time, this is really throwing them for a loop. Who would ever expected all this to happen? So um, they need a lot of help too, people who are seasoned in their business. So, I mean, that's just my perspective on things. So sort of like that three year and, and up is, is where I prefer to work with people. But, you know, Steve may have a completely different outlook on that. No, I mean, I can't say I really um, have much of a difference there other than I, I love that idea moment. You know, uh, Monica, you start yeah. to kind of jump into another direction with the question. And like one of the greatest things is having that aha, aha moment. Mm -hmm. And so people that are along the way, they're, you know, whether they've already carved out their groove and they're stuck in their rut um, or, or they're just like, hey, I've got this idea. How do I get this going? That, that aha moment is really magical. Um, but I also think that people that are earlier on in that aha moment, um, are more open to outside help and support before they are like drowning in, oh crap, it's, you know, it's too late now. I need some help, help, help me bail it out. Right. Um, but you know, the other, the other side of that coin is people that are further along, they might be also more business minded, in which case there's more support to help them with operational and, and financial, you know, issues or challenges that they're having. So, um, I think both can be equally as rewarding and, and magical for both sides of the party. Great time. What's your mission? So branding guy faux pas. Uh, I jumped into this and I didn't develop mission, vision, values. Um, I have lots of friends, peers that would throw a, 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 an Apple product at me for that. But, um, you know, I, I jumped into this knowing that, that the experiences that I've built and the things that I've accomplished and the successes that I've had, I can help other business owners. Um, you know, so if, if I craft that into a mission, it's, it's try and help as many business owners succeed, succeed as I can. That's awesome. And I think that'll be wildly yeah. successful, right? If your goal yeah. is to help people with, there's nothing wrong with that. So I, you know, it's funny and not, not to steal time from Chris's mission, cause I'm sure it's crafted beautifully. Chris and I <laughs> have both, credit I think, I deserve it. <laughs> oh, stop. Uh, I know you got a formal business plan somewhere. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's, 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 it's back behind that Van Halen record over there. <laughs> right. Chris and I have spent a lot of time in parallel helping so many people, connecting people. And like, we're both, I think, you know, toot our own horns, we're both really good at it. And now here we are, we're both launching businesses that takes what we've done 
just out of the goodness of our heart and, and because it's how the world goes around business and otherwise. Um, and now we want to you know, monetize off of that and, and turn that into a business and how we help other people grow, but it's how we're going to grow as well. And, and so I think um, it, for, for me, at least for the past, I don't know, six weeks or so, it's been a challenge of how do I, you know, flip those friendships and relationships into actually, you know, Hey, let's do some business together. Right. Um, but it, it's aligned with the mission of, I, I want to help. And if I can turn that into a revenue stream, awesome, let's do it. And if I can still help and it's not financially, you know, going to help me awesome. I'm still down for it. Eventually it does pay yeah. off. Everything mm -hmm. pays off. Absolutely. Awesome. So awesome. Chris, what's your mission? So very similar, like Steve. Um, I mean, it, it really comes from the comes from the the root of of helping people. I mean, that that's first and foremost the foundation, and you know, it's really tapping in. As I said at the top, and you know, what Steve just said too is is really leveraging that the twenty years experience that I have in 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 growing, owning a business, making a lot of those mistakes, and then sharing those mistakes with with other folks. So that way, it's it becomes a learning experience. And really trying to help them navigate, um, you know, what it is to like network and build business and build relationships. Uh, you know, for some people, if they, they've never done it before, um, networking is completely new to them. And so, yeah. and, and if I can help, um, you know, sharpen that up and, and, and get them to be focused and, and teach them how to network better so they can develop their business and great. Or if they've been out of the game for a while, you know, there's a lot of that where it, networking doesn't really change. It's just the tools available to you and taking advantage of that. Um, you know, so if I can do those types of things for people, then that, then that to me is a total win. And those are typically the folks I, I look into work with. So really people who are very frustrated um, with their business and that, you know, that mission for me to help them, that's where I'm at, you know, and it's, right. it's just leveraging to a lot of the things that I've read and, and the stuff that I believe in a lot of that PMA positive mental attitude, um, rock and roll mindset, which is the stuff that I, I talk about a lot. And, but it's, it's just, it all comes back down to having attitude, having, um, you know, a confidence in yourself and being extremely authentic. And it, it comes from that place. And that's really what I'm trying to do is, is teach people um, and coach them on that, that kind of thing. Because if you have that, then it'll guide you through all the, the, the worst parts of, of, of business, you know, the, the hardest parts there. And that's, that's my, that's my number one mission. It could be sharpened. I know I could sharpen that up a little bit more like Steve, I'm a little ready fire aim on, on this whole business. <laughs> I got it all in my head, man. But, yep. um, but I swear you, you will definitely learn something if you work with either one of us. <laughs> Absolutely. So, I mean, I, I learn from you all the time, not just in this session. Thank you both for, for coming on and being a part of the Mission Driven Podcast. Um, I respect you both tremendously. So all the audience out there, the show notes will show you how to reach out to both Chris and um, Steve. And I wish you all a wonderful day. Thanks so much, Monica. Okay. Thanks. Reminder that all the thoughts, opinions, and expressions are exclusive to the person and not representative of any company, brand, or organization.